2023 actually marks the 60th anniversary of his I Have a Dream speech. And um, there's still so many things in that speech that are just, um, and I'll say unfortunately, still relevant today. So, you know, having a dream that, you know, people will one day uh, be looked at with equality and inclusion. Um, and so those are, you know, certainly things that the uh, Akron, well, the, the national, excuse me, the National Urban League was founded on. <clears throat> and of course, the Akron Urban League continues on that work um, here in our local community. Um, and, and, you know, we accomplished that just through so many ways of, you know, just uplifting the community, engaging the community, providing services that will help remove barriers and, and move people forward to a, a life of, of uh, self-sufficiency um, and even, you know, um, healthy mental health. So, you know, all of those things are things that he fought for um, and died for. So we are always honored to be able to um, remember him recognize him and be grateful for the work that he did. I, and I wanted to have Teresa on the show because when you look at what Teresa has done in her life, she has helped and educated, informed young Americans, Americans in need, Americans who need the education, Americans who are looking to get into different forces, including the workforce. So she can relate the words of Dr. King on every aspect. And that's important, isn't it, Teresa, to keep those words alive? Because we're almost, what, almost 60 years past the death of Dr. King. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I was born and raised in Washington, D.C., and I actually you know, lived in D.C. Um, when he was assassinated. And, um, you know, so I would think I was 10 years old around that age. And, you know, so I remember, you know, the um, all of the, I would say, the, the upheaval that happened, you know, around his assassination. And, and it was a very scary time um, to live in. And um, so, you know, of course, not realizing then that, you know, one day my career would lead me, you know, into a path where, you know, I would be working very hard to address some of those very issues that he was fighting for. Um, and so, you know, I always say it, it's, it's hard work, but it's, it's necessary work. And um, the Akron Urban League, you know, we actually entered our 98th year in 2023. And so we're not new to this work. Um, and again, the fight continues on, you know, just to create, to level the playing field if you will, um, so that everyone has an opportunity to, uh, you know, thrive and, and be happy and take care of their families. And, you know, we work on closing the wage gap and, you know, certainly, you know, eliminating segregation. And um, so those, yeah, all of the things that, that he fought for are still on the table today. But I think the work that he did, you know, certainly gave, it brought, it shined such a light on the issues at hand and, you know, alongside many other people, you know, he fought a good fight. So, um, and it cost him his life, but we just want to keep that legacy going and, and that, you know, him and his family, you know, remember and know that, that, you know, his words weren't said in vain. She's the president and CEO of the Akron Urban League, Teresa LeGreer with us. It is Dr. Martin Luther King Day. And Teresa, I think you said something important and I agree with a hundred percent a few minutes ago that, his I have a dream speech stands out and there are still some parts of that dream speech that need to be done. And it seems like certainly the last couple of years, it's brought it in the focus 
that we still have a lot of work to get done. And some of those meanings of that speech, I have a dream, we still have a lot of work to be done. Reflect a little bit on that and on the opposite side of the spectrum. What have you taken from his deliveries, whether that speech or other words that you've put into your life that have been the most meaningful? You know, I guess I would say it's just so many things, even, you know, sort of um, on the personal side of, you know, being the mother of three adult sons, Mm -hmm. you know, so things that have happened over many years, but certainly over the last couple of years locally, it certainly reminds me as a mother of three black sons of the, um, the danger of the, of the, um, the caution that they need to take when moving about their daily day. And, and, you know, and they are fully aware of that, you know, because we've had those conversations. And so, you know, when we see things, you know, happening that, um, you know, may seem to lean, you know, certainly more towards the, um, the, the black community or even, you know, the black and brown community, um, it, it's just, it's things that, again, resonate back to Dr. King's speech of, you know, not being judged by the color of your skin. Um, unfortunately, you know, skin is still criminalized for its color. Um, and that's particularly in, in, you know, black and brown skin. So, you know, even, you know, he was such a young man mm-hmm. when he was doing that work. And, and I think people forget and think, you know, he was a seasoned, you know, 50, 60 year old, but, you know, he was in his twenties and thirties. And so, you know, just the, um, foresight to put up a fight like he did and to mobilize and organize communities. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to do peaceful reach outs, you know, um, certainly violence is never the answer. And, um, and that's what the work of the Urban League and, and other local organizations, NAACP, Freedom Block, um, you know, we just collaborate with so many organizations just to try to, you know, um, like I said, level the playing field, encourage people to um, educate themselves on, you know, the, the um, issues of racism and bigotry and discrimination and, you know, um, and, and become allies, become agents of change and, and work alongside us. Because, you know, it's something that we can't do on our own. And Dr. King knew that. You know, he, 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 um, he teamed up with the Jewish community and, and you know, uh, the white community that he knew were true allies of his. And, um, you know, as they always say, it takes a village. You know, he knew he needed certain people at certain times to, to bring that strength to what he was trying to say. And it's not unlike that today. So, you know, we're looking for people to be allies and agents. And if you say, see something, say something. So all of that really resonates from Dr. King's speech.